I like that song. Just can't sleep. <laughs> this is a Bramble Jam podcast. Oh, I didn't see you there. Hey, everybody, it's Bran. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, hey, you're here. Oh. <laughs> it's Panda. I like Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Why, hello there. <laughs> I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And this. I didn't see it. It's Trace. <laughs> I produced this jam. This is the, the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back, wow. everybody. This is why we need guests. This is why we need guests in that fourth chair so we don't do this. Not You should have heard. If you were had joined Bramble Jam Plus and joined the Deck of Hallmark Plus tier on Facebook at live, we had a what seemed like a 25-minute conversation about a fictional basketball player. Named Steak Bones. Steak Bones. Who only plays at <laughs> auditoriums. Right. He, in, in Steak Bones' oh contract, yeah. he makes sure that the basketball court, the NBA-sized basketball court, is, on an is installed right. on a stage mm-hmm. in an auditorium. And we've carried Steak it over Bones. to the intro and now to the beginning of the That's show. That's exactly right. Hi, yeah. everybody. Welcome. It's Wednesday. How's hump everyone day? doing? <laughs> it is hump day. Uh, guys, how you doing? How are you feeling? This is, uh, uh, what is it, movie uh, 15. 15? 15. Oh. Oh, yeah, 15 overall. What'd yeah. you say? Three I of th- the week. Three of the week. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's also That's true. true. I think it can be a both and in some it cases. It is movie three and movie 15 at yes. the same time. Uh, that's a good riddle. I am both movie 15 and movie three. Timeless Christmas. Yes! Hey. Uh, we are talking Timeless Christmas. The Ron Oliver joint time travel adventure. Ryan Pavey. Mm. Uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron Cahill. Cahill that's yeah. the name. I got the first time. I couldn't remember the last. Um, I'm excited to dive into it, boys. I'm excited to dive into it. Hey, do you know what I just received in the mail? What's what? that? A letter from the IRS. Really? Threw that away immediately. And then I got to the real good stuff. Oh? You think I should get that letter back? Probably should. Okay, I'll, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trace, yeah, get yeah. that? Um, a brand new box from Universal Yums. Dude, the holiday boxes, we've not unboxed them yet. The holiday boxes are coming I can't wait. this week. I can't wait. It is holiday goodies from 10 different countries around the world. Mm. Sweet, salty, savory, all in there in one box. This is the Christmas gift that everyone on your list has been waiting for. And if you start now, you can get a six-month subscription. You can get uh, snacks from all over the country. Wow. The, the holiday box is the deal. I love This it. is when you need to join universalyums.com slash deck. You have a few weeks to get those gifts in so they get them by Christmas. That's exactly right. So don't blow it, everybody. Don't blow yeah. it. It really is a dynamite gift. Everybody's sick of getting socks and shirts and sweaters and, yeah. and screwdrivers that you throw in the closet somewhere. If like, I had a nickel for every screwdriver. Boy. Man. You look like you need another hammer. Here you go. What <laughs> voice was that? That's my cousin. You need another hammer. That's my cousin from cousin from New Orleans. Co- cousin from New, New Orleans. Orleans. Okay. You know the one. Playfully. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's about, right. that's what that's okay. what that's, 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 that's who that's he is. Cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Cousin from Nolens. Um, you guys ready to dive into a timeless Christmas? Yes, sure. Please. It originally aired on November fifteenth, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Hey, twenty twenty. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> there was a delay, and I said, here's my shot. I don't want to blow it. Yeah. I, you only get one shot. Don't throw One away. opportunity. 
I don't want a little something like this. The movie kicks off with Charles Whitley winning a sweet clock at an auction that he plans to give to his fiance, Eliza. Eliza. Charles is a big time business boy who doesn't have time for Christmas or fun. He always, uh, he's always living for the future and he doesn't really live in the present, which really upsets his fiance. He's working on a big new mailing system. He milling, hides a milling system. Milling? Yes. Milling. I thought it was mailing. No, no it's 1903, not 1703. I, well, I don't know how the mailing... Mil- milling. You're telling me, and I'm saying this in all honesty, in 2020, there's no... Uh, how we can make the mailing system better. They deliver like millions of packages a day. It can't be better, but not a completely new system. A completely new system. Imagine that, guys. Milling. Imagine that. It's uh, the scan system. It's the scan, scan it system. This sounds like a fax. You situation. scan it. You scan it once. You send it twice. You send it twice. You stamp three times. <laughs> it's the mailing the system. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it happened, like it, they scan it and then it sends in an email. No, that is good. Yeah. So it's a milling system. What is a milling system? For, uh, mills. for mills. What's your favorite type of mill? The direct cut. Uh, Olin Mills. Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. That's <laughs> the bit there. That was that. So, hides those plans under his desk along with his journal. Uh, he notices that the clock doesn't work, uh, almost as if someone broke it on purpose. But he fixes it, and suddenly the clock starts making weird noises. It starts speeding up real fast. Charles falls down. Suddenly, we see Megan. She is giving a tour of the man- uh, of the Whitley Mansion uh, and is telling people that Charles suddenly disappeared a hundred years ago, and no one knows why. Suddenly, he wakes up. He's confused. He comes downstairs and he's like, uh, what are you doing in my house? Uh, people start taking pictures and they're loving this guy. He's doing this great performance. Um, and he's giving everyone a hard time about like, what, what, why are you here? What are you doing? Why are you, why are you talking about this? Um, why are you acting like you don't know, know who I am and all that good stuff? Uh, Kenny, just shh. Kenny, Kenny, what? Just keep going. Kenny is like, uh, um, I, I didn't know that we were getting a new Charles, uh, but that's cool, I guess. Um, he's confused by all the people. What? That was correct. Kenny was confused. He didn't know that we were getting a new Charles. All of that's right. Yeah, you're You were looking at him like, what are you talking about? I, am I seeing things? Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys are making eyes. We're not making eyes. You're making eyes. I'm, we never Brand. made eyes. I'm going to go wide shot for the rest of this okay. so that people at home, friendlytv.com slash DTH, can know that you guys are making eyes. Well, now we're going to make eyes simply because you're acting a little weird, Brian. He's confused by the Worry people. Worried about stick bones. <laughs> He's confused by the people, the cars, the planes, the workers. They just, conf- <laughs> they just confused them. <laughs> Finally, he's asked them uh, what year it is. And they're like, uh, what year do you think it is? And he's like, well, it's definitely not 1903. Uh, the sheriff takes him away and he tells uh, Megan, hey, I am who I say I am. Look into my desk. You'll see the proof there. So she goes. And sure enough, he uh, the journal's there. Reason's like, oh, gosh, this is the real real deal guy. Um, so go. Uh, she goes to go rescue him from the sheriff. And they uh, she starts telling him about what happened after he disappeared. And he becomes motivated to get back to 1903 to save his business and uh, all that good stuff. And he agrees to keep playing the part of Charles Whitley to get some money so that he can figure out, um, so he can buy the clock, 
when he finds it and all that stuff that's happening um, to get back to 1903. So Megan takes him to get some new clothes. Um, as the one person who knows the truth, they start spending a lot of time together and they even go to a nice tree lighting together. She tells him about uh, how her boyfriend left for someone else. And that uh, he's like, that must have been really hard. Uh, he decides that he needs to find the clock by the next Christmas moon on Christmas Eve. He joins her family for a Christmas party. They have a great time until someone spills the beans that Eliza married his nemesis after he disappeared. Uh, and so after the party, Megan tells him, listen, uh, you cared for her, but uh, she lived a very happy life, full life. You should be happy for her. Uh, but he finds uh, out that his uh, nemesis was actually a pretty good person who did a ton of charity work for the town. Uh, so Megan goes and tries to get a job um, at the university that that guy started, and she sees the clock on display, the clock that they've been looking for. And so uh, she gets it. I guess she gets approval. You can take it back to the uh, back to the the mansion. And so he tells her that he's not really sure how he feels about going back, um, but she tells them to make sure that uh, he says goodbye before he does. Um, but he decides, I'm going to stay put. He breaks the clock on purpose, just like the owner before him did. Gives her a necklace that they saw uh, together. They kiss. And that, my friends, was Timeless, Timeless Christmas. Christmas. We did it. Mm. You guys didn't make it more. I, 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 maybe it was me. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was, it was you. You think so? Well, yeah, I think it probably. Was. I'm going to I'm going to uh t- just take a breather. Yeah, do um, it. Take I, a I think cloth. I'm going to go talk to my good boy uh Steak Steak Bones. Steak Bones. <laughs> and he's going to give me the the real rundown. Okay. Uh we'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. Look, the holiday season is wonderful, but it can also be tough and stressful because there's so much to do. It can also be tough and stressful if you're not getting a good night's sleep. Over half of Americans do not get a good night's sleep. They're sleeping on an inferior mattress. And if you slept on one mattress, you feel like you may have slept on them all. Is it foam? Is it inner spring? Is there a, a, a pillow top? What's going on? Let me tell you about a different mattress that's going to lead you to a better night's sleep. That is Purple. Purple has revolutionized the mattress game. They've created their comfort grid, which adapts to the contours of your body. But here's the kicker. It also leaves you feeling cool and rested all night long. That's right. It doesn't heat up because the airflow continues all night long. You will sleep better on a purple mattress and the comfort doesn't end there because they also make purple pillows with the same grid technology. I've been sleeping on a purple pillow for years now. I recommend it to everyone. Everyone who asks, it's the best, most comfortable night's sleep you can possibly get. Change your holiday stress level right away by going and ordering a purple mattress and or pillow. And if you listen to Deck the Hallmark, you're going to save money in the process. Go to purple.com slash deck 10. That's purple.com slash deck one zero. And Enter the promo code DECK10 as well, DECK10 at checkout. And for a limited time, that'll get you 10% off of any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash DECK10, promo code DECK10, 10% off of any order, $200 or more. Now is the time to save and to sleep better with purple. We're back, everybody. Hey. Welcome back. Uh, what'd you guys do during that break? Not uh, much. I listened to Dan. You did? Yeah, it was really good for just, my soul. You just bought a purple mattress. I, got, I did, and yeah. you talked about how it changed the game, revolutionized. Changes I got all game. my Christmas shopping done. Wow. What'd you just buy? Like that. Everybody's getting purple mattress. Everyone's getting one. That's right. Me? This counts too good to be true. What was that? 
<laughs> Chris Nalaha let us know that it's time for the hot take. Glass mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to take another break there, buddy. Ooh, and, oh. Oh. Hey, oh. that. I know it didn't play well in this room, but the early reviews are in, and that was a hot, that was a hot bit. That was a hot bit. It's time for the hot take. I'm sorry, show. We talk about what uh, how we felt about this movie. Um, Panda, I always start with you because Thanks, buddy. you are the hottest taker. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what's on your business card. Sure, man, myth, hot taker. Yeah, hottest, um, hottest, hottest taker. taker. Yes. Yeah. So yep. take us. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. I really like this movie. I think it's fun. Uh, because it's so it's different. It's 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 more different than what we've seen uh, Hallmark do in a while. Uh, Ryan Pavey, Aaron Cahill, uh, great together. Really enjoyed them. It's just such a refreshing um, movie that hits all of the right beats for Christmas. I, I I really liked it. That said, I don't know if it's necessarily a top five for me, as, as surprising as that is. And it's because even though I had a lot of high expectation, it still feels very much like just a standard Hallmark movie. And I think I, in a lot of ways, even though we're not having a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie, I think I anticipated a little bit more of that. It's still great. We have some fun performances in here. Um, it hits all the right notes for me. I'll be glad to watch it again. Um, and it's memorable. So, I mean, maybe it'll sneak into my top five. I, I don't know. I, I just... I, Is it in your top five right now? Or are you talking about for, for the, the year. full season? That, that's what I'm saying for right now. Oh, I'm right saying now. For right it might now. sneak in right now. It might sneak in right now, like maybe a five spot. It's not or something high like hopes that. for the rest of the year. No, 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 no. no. Doesn't have a prayer then for the rest of the year. No, probably not. Uh, but I like like I don't want to make it sound like that's yeah. not uh, it, the movie. I think this also says maybe something about the quality of movies we've gotten this year from Hallmark. Because in any other year, I feel like this movie is an instant top five, probably top three. But this year we've just had so many good movies, and I feel like this is a good movie. Um, but I don't know if it cracks the top five, which is saying so. I think this says more about the quality of year than anything about this movie. This movie is a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. Uh, I really liked the first part of it. Um, and then it just kind of transitioned back to, to normal town, which is fine. I think... Um, I don't know. I think I it, it was definitely wacky early on. I I kind of wanted it to stay wacky. I don't know. Like I, I if you're gonna if you're gonna start wacky, stay wacky. That's actually uh, on my uh, my tombstone. I've already had it. If really? You, get, if you're gonna so get great. wacky, stay wacky. And uh, I just think I don't know. It was really really fun early on, and then it's like suddenly. Like he got really comfortable in, in whatever year he was in. I'm going to say 2020 just for the sake of it. He got really comfortable with 2020 relatively quickly. Like I, to me, the, the hijinks are really fun. Like I, like I, I just, I would have liked that to go on a little bit more. And I don't know. I thought it was, it was good. Um, just, you know, it was, uh, not, I think what I was hoping it would be. They didn't ham it up as much they as didn't they didn't ham it up. And I love a good idea. ham. You guys know how much I love ham. Um, and so it's just an okay for brand. I enjoyed it. Um, and I did, I, I, I appreciate, uh, what it was going for, but I would just would have liked more of, of the ex mm -hmm. like extra good goofiness um personally so this was one on our collective list, uh, most anticipated movies and boy were we wrong like I, I this is not a good movie i in fact i would say were it not and i know this has become a ron oliver fan club podcast 
Were it not for the steady direction of Ron Oliver, this could easily have been at the bottom of the heap. Um, I do agree with you that uh, the early time stuff was really fun. Like him getting upset about a bill or what are these flying machines or all that stuff. It didn't, they never gave it time to get old, but basically after the first 20 minutes of this movie, we go from any sort of like mythology mystery to just a straight up bad movie. Um, it's not good. I don't know if I, I love Ryan Pavey. I don't know if he pulled off a guy from 1903, Aaron Cahill, you know, is there. I don't, I didn't really see much between the two of them. I did not like this movie at all. It's not going to be at the bottom of the heap for me, but it's not, it was not good. I was very disappointed. I think while I was happening, I was hoping for more of the mystery of the clock and where the clock went. And she just kind of stumbled upon it. And so like more resting of like, if he goes back in time, because you know, there's a lot, like it wouldn't be just that easy of, I just am going to forget everything about my former time to, 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 to be here. Like there's a, a rivalry with this guy. There's all kinds of stuff going on. It, it, it they just, so much of it is untapped. In my and opinion. also yeah. like as a, as, as an, uh, an inventor who cares about his name, he's learned so much about the future That's right. that he can utilize like yes. Yes. to his advantage. And so I totally get, like, he stayed because he found out that Eliza was happy, that the town was in good shape because of this guy that he thought was a bad guy, but yeah. he turned out to be, like, all but that still stole his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still be clear. Still took it. Yeah. Still stole his stuff. Yeah. He's okay with it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I looked at my top five. Five is Cranberry Christmas for me, and I think Cranberry Christmas is a better movie than this. So this movie's not in my top five. It just yeah. isn't. Yeah. No way around it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think I, and you know, the interesting thing about the, the check thing is it came after a little bit yeah, of yeah, a yeah. break. It was the last. And like, so I would have liked that. for him to continue yeah. to see things that surprised him. Well, typically in these movies where someone's like a fish out of water, we get to do a bit in the wait what where they don't do the fish out of water thing well enough. It's like, wouldn't you be more like mesmerized by the fact that they're flying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and they do this well in this movie early on. They're yeah. like, oh, what are these machines? Look at this flying machine. Look at. But He's, then they stop. Then they just stop. Once yeah. they get past it, they just, it's like it's just gone. And, and that's unfortunate. And my boy accidentally turned on the TV and he just turned it right off, which would never like, no. I'd be like, wow, I this just is do. awesome. And that's to be right. fair, in the book, like, Hallmark he does it, like in the Hallmark, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the reality is, like he, they do explore that far more. Like he is mesmerized by the TV. So I feel like the, the parts that interestingly, I really thought that they would keep in, yeah, they didn't. And it I is, was really um, surprised by it's, that. You guys remember the night before Christmas that we uh, reviewed for Patreon last year? Back right. when we had Patreon, the yeah. Netflix yep. movie with the you know the uh, time night to night. time travels. Yeah. I felt like they they leaned into that a bit more. You know what I mean? Oh, they, like there was, was a lot a much more, more fun, successful like time travel, fish yeah. out of water. I think I liked that one. movie more. Like it was a really oh, fun movie. I would yes. agree. I didn't like that movie, but I liked it more than this one. Yes. Yeah. So if we're talking about time yeah. traveling, uh, fellas, I think that's like I'm just a more fun way to. No, do we still it. have a time travel carousel coming up. So let's not. Man, my hopes are so yeah. high yep. for that. I can't wait. I'm so excited for it. It's a carousel. It's a time it's a carousel. travel carousel. Come on. Come on, everybody. Come on. Come on. Uh, it's time for all the feels part of the show. We talk about what gave us those feels. Panda? Uh, I think really early on, I think you really did nail it on that, uh, Brand. Any time where he is feeling completely out of sorts, 
is really a fun scene. But the part that made me laugh was when he they say $23 for the pizza. And he's like, this is highway robbery. That's a fun scene. like, And that I really thought was going to carry more throughout the movie. We all laughed um, at that that's scene. That's a funny, which is, it, I, never I mean, legitimately like, ha. Like it all was, three of us watching together, we all laughed aloud. Yes. That's, that's unbelievable. That's my feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a ton of feels in this movie. Um, I, I will say like when um, she's, you know, when he's talking to the, I, it's such a little thing, but when he was talking to that guy about his rival and obviously like they kind of sneak it in there, the rival did steal his plans, but also at, he was gone. And so it is yeah. what it is. Like he married the woman. I'm sure she, but you know, I, I don't know. It kind of was like, uh, you know, a good reminder that even the people that we are complete opposites of like we're not the only ones that are capable of doing good things. We're not the only ones of being capable of, of change. And so like, I don't know. I like that like little lesson for him. Like I, I thought this guy was the worst and in a sense he was to him, Yeah. but he was still able to and like, and this didn't really seem like something that Charles would have done. Charles didn't seem like a super generous guy. No. He didn't seem like someone no. who would use his wealth for other people. And so I don't know. I like that little lesson that he learned um, and how he kind of used that to, as a reason to stay. I, I don't know. I think yeah. the messaging in this movie is one of the stronger in terms of like if the moral lesson that Hallmark's trying to teach, I feel like this one's really strong, like in terms of just if you have people a chance can change. to go back in time. Yeah. You could change. You don't have to. That's right. <laughs> that's what I got from it. Is that not the no, that's, that's, that's the lesson. So I didn't have a lot of feels. I will say this. Uh, Aaron Cahill, who I don't know if we've really gotten to see her best, in my opinion. Like, I remember Love, Fall, in Order, which I did not think was very good. I, what else has she done that, that we've seen? We've seen her. Um, she went early on in all of these movies when the girl like starts to have this realization that she's smitten with the guy. They have this moment and it's, it's just a matter of how the acting chops are on screen. Aaron Cahill seems to do that scene better than anyone else. When she first realizes that there's an attraction there that she's like, she, she has a crush on this guy. And early on, like at the bottom of the staircase, she has this moment and she does it so, so well. Um, and so I would like to see her in a better movie because I don't like, I don't, I don't have a recollection of one I've seen of hers that I even thought was just not, not bad. Um, and so I, I, that was the closest I came to feels really didn't have anything else. It's good to see Kenny more. Kenny. 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 That's right. Um, Hey, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back. We'll do the wait. What's is that? Okay. For everybody. Let's do it. Salaha. Good for you. All right. We'll be right back here on Dike the homework. We're back. Hello, everybody. It's great to be back here on Deck the Hallmark. Timeless Christmas is what we're talking about. And we are now ready to dive into the pool that is the wait what. Uh, Panda, can you get your feet wet first? Yeah, I would I would love to, Brian. Uh, I'm a little... The way they treat historical items in this movie is a little disconcerting to me. Uh, Kenny has an entire, he says that he has gone and categorized and cataloged. He spent an entire year down in that basement cataloging the items. He knows all of them. That's fine. But then they pan to the, the, the basement and the items are everywhere. They're just stacked on top of one another in boxes or hanging out of the box. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional historian or anything, but typically I feel like they treat a lot of those items more carefully than that. Yeah. That would just be my... I, I meant to say this in my hot take, but last year, Ron Oliver's Christmas at the Plaza 
was such an immersive experience yes. for a Hallmark movie. And the way they treat history in that movie yes. compared to a movie that's about a guy from 1903 is shocking to me. Yes. Because that movie really does treat it with this like respect and there's these art there's these things that are old they're taking care of. They've categorized like they this a, movie yeah. is just disheveled. Like it's just like there's a bunch of stuff down there. Figure it out. Like I, I yeah, don't know. It, it's wild to me. Yeah. Uh the the only other thing that really was like major that stood out to me was when they're at the Christmas party and somebody now everyone's having a good time family friends are over and somebody decides now's the right time to do a uh photo album recap on the tv screen and I just yeah what like What have they done to you that you think your friends and family deserve that level of punishment? Is like, that, that's the lowest level of Hades. Well, clearly, it's pre-made, right? They didn't make it for Ryan Pavey's character. No. So do they do that every year? Or is it like, well, we have guests. Let me break out the old photo montage from the from the USB drive. And if drive. they do do it every year, why are there still people showing yeah. up? You get me one time on that. That's thing. right. One See time, it. and then I'm, I'm never coming back, ever. And then, furthermore... How do they have so many pictures from 1903? <laughs> <laughs> those were later, weren't they? Like those were like that was like 20, 30 years. Even so, that's no, still a that's, lot of the picture of his uh, the Rose? Ma- yeah was a picture from when she looked like she looked in the first scene of the movie <laughs> in 1903. Like <laughs> you didn't just have a bunch of photographs, and even if you were rich and did have them, they didn't last over a hundred years. But they got a bunch in that, that slideshow. Boy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, it's a different clearly. type of thing. Um, so there's a couple, like, I just want to say, uh, at one point, at the very beginning, when he realizes kind of where he is, or, or is trying to figure out where he is, he says, what the deuce. Now, Dan, you did look up what the deuce was a saying from yes, back then. It was. I thought it was from Family Guy. Yeah, what the deuce. <laughs> Yeah, I will say, I, I if you're gonna bring, uh, you know, lingo from 1903, like what the deuce, bring more of it so yes, that what yes. the deuce isn't so we got jarring. The deuce and we got and we got yeah, and we got one when he's talking to the guy at the tree. He says something else. A cad, yeah, yeah. a cad. But like, what the deuce? What the deuce? I don't yeah. know. It it caught me deuce all the way off. Devil. Part. What the devil? Wow. What the devil, right. guys? Um. I, I want to make this perfectly clear. When he's first there, Megan her uh, and her two co-workers, they're all under the impression that this guy's crazy, right? Yes. Correct. That doesn't stop Megan's friend from kind of being like, he's cute, huh? Like, you should... The guy's crazy! <laughs> You're going to try to set your friend up with no. some crazy guy? No, no. He thinks he's from 1903? But he's Ryan Pavey. But he, uh, in her defense. In yes. her defense. Good Lord. Ryan Pavey. Um, she walked by some cookies. Megan walked by some cookies at one point and said, need, need more icing. And I just want to know where, where yeah. on that cookie... Can you put more that icing? That was stuffed. That was a that stuffed was cookie. A stuffed cookie. Um, Last but not least, uh, there's the Christmas tree lighting. Um, they show up together, and and they just stand right in front of these poor people. Yeah, <laughs> no one behind them can see it. They cut to the front, and uh, I just don't think it's nice. It's not good I, etiquette. I don't know what you do in 1903, but you don't do that. Not good etiquette. Uh, Dan? Um, yeah, I just this whole program of the Charles Whitley Manor, like in general. So this is a historical monument run by people uh, and they also do a reenactment 
as they're giving a, a their guide a guided tour, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I understand it. So first, this is the most overqualified group of tour guide reenactors I've ever seen anywhere. One of them studied at Juilliard. One of them studied Strasbourg, and one of them has a PhD. And these people yeah. are acting as tour guides. They're not doing like a stage or Shakespeare in the park. They're acting as tour guides. How? And then they go out of their way to say, well, Erin Cahill's character has the PhD. She's actually the manager of the whole place. Then why does she spend her days being the head maid tour guide of the Whitley estate? If you have a PhD on Charles Whitley, your, your talents could be used anywhere else, like doing anything else aside from leading a guided tour in character as a maid. And if she's in charge, what is Kenny Kwan's job? Because I was under the impression that Kenny Kwan is in charge. He's ordering everybody around. He's telling everybody where to be. He's he's making sure. I think she's in charge of the history side of things, and he's in charge of the actual like upkeep decoration. But side he of says things. at the party, this this is really all uh, Megan. She's our manager. She's been running the thing for. And she's got a PhD and she spends her days just <laughs> acting in guided tour reenactments. I don't, I, <laughs> what, what? And far be it from us to question someone's no, life choices look, and their job. But look, when you turn you on can a professor. Do whatever you want to do, if you believe hard enough, you can lead guided Shit. tours as well. I, I'm just saying that the staff, the, or the, uh, the entourage or whatever it's called, the, the group of people putting on this production, <laughs> are very, very qualified to do what is just, it would be like a five-star chef, a Michelin chef working at McDonald's. That's what it would be like. Yeah. we got somebody that studied at Juilliard, somebody that studied Strasburg, somebody with a PhD in history, putting on costumes and doing a guided tour. Yeah. It's immersive, though. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. You it's very immersive. It. It, it's, it, it's a performance art, Dan, and you wouldn't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, so she, to prove, for Charles Whitley to prove to Megan that he's from the past, he's about to get in the police car and he says, go up to my study and under the rug, there's a cutout in the floor and it's a secret compartment. And she goes up and does her best Gregory Hines tap dance uh, and then finds this secret compartment and good on you. But my question is, is how in 120 years has no one found that secret compartment before? The wood slats are long and straight, and the secret compartment is clearly cut out in a square. Like, <laughs> literally anyone that ever pulled the rug up to clean it would notice there's a secret compartment there. It doesn't make any sense at all. I, I just don't understand it. I'm also very confused as to why Charles Whitley gets stage fright on his first performance. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Oh, I just got to be yourself and tell people that they don't know anything about you. And then he freezes like they, they actor, make him, they make him seem like he's not like he's gets social anxiety. Yeah. Cause that all is also kind of why he, at the end, he admits that the reason why he didn't go to the, any of the parties is he doesn't know what to do around people. Yeah. But I, but you don't but get you don't that the rest that of the him. movie. No, the rest of the movie, he's no. fine with interactions with everybody, but then it's like, he's performing like, 
giving a guided tour is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's really not wanting to screw what, it up. And it is, again, Dan, performance art, you wouldn't get it. Immersive. Quit, Immersive. quit just yeah, calling yeah. it a tour. Um, he doesn't know uh, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, the song, which is fine. It's 1903. And Aaron Cahill's response to him not knowing that is, is to look at him like he's a senior citizen and to yell loudly <laughs> the words in his face. Like maybe if I heard offense, he caught on. Maybe if I scream at him, he can sing this Christmas carol that will be over in 30 seconds. We don't want to miss this opportunity. It worked. It Sing this song. Um, I do better when people scream at me. Yeah. We try not to on because it. it, You're a big screamo fan. Yeah. Big screamo fan. That's how I learned my life lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Her brother, Megan's brother in the movie looks just like Donald Trump Jr. We're not getting political here. He just looks just like him. That's all there is to that one. And I just am confused about the party at the end of the movie because at some point it feels like a celebration of the Whitley Manor. At some point it feels like they're working. At one point there are workers passing around champagne. And then at another point, the guy that plays Fredericks has champagne. And I don't understand, you know, I don't understand that party in general. Uh, There's a weird line of between working, working and not. the party and not working the party. Yeah, those are my way. What? Um, who's your favorite screamo band? Banda. Uh, scream big. Scream big. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I saw them open for Scream Lil. Yeah, and it, they overpower Scream Little a lot. Yeah. yeah. They do. It's time for what the homework is part of the show. We talk about any questions we still have that we need some answers to. Panda? So, Kenny, as he's discussing the plans for the party, talks a lot about the champagne fountain. He mm-hmm. said, we need two yeah. of them. Yeah. We need two. Those. This is going to be a big party. And then we get to the party, and there's, from my count, none. Ne- I saw not a single champagne pyramid. Uh, and I am wondering <laughs> what happened. Was it not in the budget? Was it cut? Was there something that happened that, you know, somebody accidentally knocked over the champagne pyramids? Uh, I just want to know where were they? Why were they not present? What happened? That's just my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I want to know, and maybe they mentioned it or alluded to it, but I want to know, um, did he just get all, did he get all of his money from, like they say he's an inventor. Mm Mm-hmm. Was, I, do we know his inventions aside from being in the, the It was mill the mill business? industry, yeah. yeah. I think he takes over the mill or something like that. Yeah, I just want to yeah. know, like... And they, mailing, they, too. And mailing. mailing. Well. We yeah, don't yeah. need to get into it, but yeah. what he did, I think, is really revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. But the they, they use the phrase in, inventor, and I just, like, what has he invented... Um, or is it just strictly he's changed the mill world? Because I think that's different. But he said there's he also di- had like plans for a flying machine. He's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot. Of, it seems like he's always tinkering. There's a difference between things. like being a revolutionary in an industry and being an inventor. And they make a, a point of saying he is an inventor. And so I don't know if he made his money on his inventions. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of just questions saying. about it. I know it. what you're saying. Just questions, questions about it. Yeah, I want to know what Charles Whitley's plan is now that he's decided to live in 2020. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to know his plan. Is he going to live in a house that's got glass cases around all the things he used to use? Is he, what, what is he going to do? What's his plan? Is he just going to be a reenactor? How's like, he get a social security number? How, I, I, have, I have so many questions. Yeah, like, sure. is he just sure. decided to live a life of acting like himself for others, or is he going to be like try to really fit in and tw- like I I, don't, I just want to know. I would I don't want to see a whole movie about it, but I no. do want to see five years later. Yes, how he's adapted. They do a year. They do a year flash forward in the book. Really, they do. How's he doing? He's doing great. Good, Good. to know. 
could. I yeah, I think he's. It's an interesting thing because like if I tried pizza, I would never go. Like I wouldn't go back. That's right. So I get it one hundred percent. One hundred percent, I yeah. get it. But there's a lot of hurdles that he's going to pass over. Eventually, pizza is not going to be enough. Yep. Like you're going to have to get you know credit cards and stuff. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think. I, I Credit hope. cards? You got it. No problem. Uh, we Ramsey did, everybody. Yeah, Dave yeah. Ramsey does meet with him in the in the next one. <laughs> he sits him down and he says, listen, mm. I got a system for you. <laughs> you got the pizza envelope and you got the everything else envelope. And he said, if only I'd had this in 1903. No, no The kidding. mailing system, but it's in the envelope system. Yeah. It's Even not, better. Which yeah. I would have been that actually that was his idea for the mailing system. Wow. You put everything that you're going to mail in 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 the same envelope that is in similar regards. So all of your monies, all of your bills, oh, you put it in one envelope, mail. and then they disperse it. Wow. I don't know. Was it worth it? Like it wasn't worth idea. it. No, it's not. It's not good. No, it's not. It's it isn't good. You know what is good though? Double decker of the week. So it's it's part of the show where we uh, talk about uh, somebody who has signed up for Brainwell Gen Plus. Which, if you haven't, come on over brainwellgenplus.com. Come on, you get the over. Facebook group. Come you get all sorts of good stuff. Uh, we're reviewing the Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. That's so you right. can listen to that review if you've May watched it on have Netflix. Some guests coming up on the uh, bonus episode. Wow. Um, who do we have today, Dan? We have. Tiffany Rodriguez. Oh, it's a Tiffany. single. Tiffany it's Rodriguez. It's a Tiffany Rodriguez. Well, and it's exciting because Tiffany is the creator of a, a brand new TV station. Really excited about the is TV station. Is it anything station. like the Workstation 5? <laughs> uh, another TV station. Another TV station. Not not like uh, Spaniard Stations and not like uh, the the Workstation 5. She created uh, a station, and it's it's amazing. It's changing the game. Uh, it's called YouTube. Yule too. Yule too. Okay. Yep. Is it a Yule lock? Uh, yes. 24-7 Yule lock. Okay. So okay. Hallmark nice. does that. Yeah. A, no, no. It's a little different. Okay. Uh, not not the Yule log, the, the fire log. It's just the, the actual dessert Yule log. It's just focused. Like a, like a dessert. Like one of those things you cut into. It's got the yeah, different yeah, it's spirals. Just, it's so it's just there. Do they have it's like, just sitting there. Do people come and eat it? No. Is there any it. fire or any? No. Is there any decoration? It's just a table. Is and there any log? music? Uh, there's a light, what she calls a light saxophone. Light. What's what she calls it. Yes. Okay. What do you what call would you it? Say How would you describe saxophone it? Was? I, I would say it's heavier than you it's would expect. Heavier. It's heavier. Wow. It's too heavy. Sometimes it drowned out the ambiance of the Yule. Yeah. Sometimes it drowns out what the ambiance. What is the ambiance Yeah. How would Yule? you describe the ambiance of the Yule? Oh, uh, tangible, uh, heavy. Now, eventually this Yule log will go bad yeah. or mm-hmm. you know yes. yeah bugs might be attracted to yeah. it or whatever has Over anything time. like that happened yeah so we're on the fifth yule log we're okay. on the fifth how long how has long it been on the air been? uh it, it, it so about five weeks you have about a week a, yule, yule. a week it's a, a yule, it's a yule a week it's okay. a yule week how long how much does it cost to join the yule yule tube uh Is it's it 20 it, no 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 uh it's 20 a month 20 uh, a month dollars yeah yeah okay. you gotta keep the yules coming Mm. Gotta keep the yules coming. And how many subscribers do we have? Do we have? Well, there's YouTube? there's at least three because I signed all three of us up for it. Wow. You, you didn't think we could uh, share an we account? We couldn't share a stream like everyone does with every streaming. Service. Sixty bucks a month. We're paying for all the yules. Paying for we've literally paid for all the yules and more at yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, well, now okay. So I did. I didn't see that. Uh, okay. I didn't think through that because we, we probably could share a password. Yeah. Let me ask you this one really quick about the Yule log. You say it's gets it's been switched out f- four different times. We're on the fifth one. Yeah. 
Do we see that switch? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a big that event. Is, oh, that's that's event. where you want. That's, that's where you get. Yeah, that's it's where awesome. the money's worth it. Uh, and they bring I mean, in celebrities, the, right? Uh I haven't personally seen that. I know that would be fun, but she actually okay. just comes out with some gloves and just swaps Interesting. it out. Okay. Is it like an Indiana Jones thing? Yeah. Okay. She weighs the one. Yeah. Yep. What does she do with the bad one? Oh, what you standardly do. You put well, it up in the, the uh, display case. There's a Yule display. Is that on do the screen? Do we get to see the case? Uh, they occasionally will cut to it. Really? Oh, that sounds so it's like not a big 24 hours too. a day. One cut. Well, this is where it gets really cool. And I don't want to talk too much about the technology because it is still pretty fancy. They do a split screen. The reason you don't want to talk about the technology <laughs> is because it's pretty fancy? <laughs> well, it's, it's a little cutting edge. They do a split screen? They, yep. They split to the, the, the display case and they uh, split to the Yule. So you never not see you the Yule. You never don't you see the current Yule. Yeah. So that, that would defeat the purpose of Yule Tube. At what? At some point, though, we're gonna run out of room for the old Yules, right? Like pretty quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one a week. One yeah, a week. I mean, I mean is this only for the holidays? It's just a November, December. Situation. No, 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 no. This is year, year round. round. Okay. No, no. It, it, I, I think you're you're forgetting. It's a pretty large house. Wow. How big? How big are we talking? <laughs> it's a big. It's a big, big house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> huh. Lots of lots of room. Really? Yeah. If we wanted to well, eat, we're talking say, Yule, Yules at not this point. Yules, no. but like if we want to eat like a meal, like would there be enough room for like a full? Would there be a full? Mo- well, meal I got room? some great news from what I've seen, and again, I'm just through the Yule tube. Uh, it's a big, big table. But that is uh, eating wise. Oh, lots and lots of food. Okay, good. That's what's important. Oh, I have a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Sure, sure. After we eat, yeah. We might need to get do some exercise. Yeah, we got to sure. earn, yeah. earn those cows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to. One of my favorite things to do is sort of throw the pigskin. Yeah. Pig yeah. Is there, is, yeah. Can we do that anywhere? Yeah. Great news. House also has a big, big yard where we can play football. Where yeah. we so the, in this yard we can play football. Yeah, you can play big. football. Big, big. Who's, where is whose point? house is that? So this is the one part I left out. Uh, <laughs> Guys, this is my T- father's house. So Tiffany Yo- Rodriguez started Yule Tube in your, your father's, father's house. house. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Yep, it is. Man. And you're giving her money. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. I've had enough. Um, I had had enough a while back. Well, but but it was great that we got to do that bit, I think, for the second time on Deck the Home. It's a great bit. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow with the last episode of the week. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.